0: Hosting Hochitown, brought to you in part by First State Bank, member FDIC. Check out episode 8 with CEO Tristan Brown and the com, who's been hosting us from the beginning. I'm Jay Lindley alongside Shiloh Martin. Good evening, sir. What's up, Jay? How you doing? I'm all right. Yeah? I'm all right. Been doing all right? Doing yeah. a lot of firefighting?
1: No, not yet. That's good. Luckily. Season's coming, though. <clears here. throat> yeah, I think it might start early, because two days ago, we've gone on one... Uh, one a day, so.
0: Okay, so maybe ramping up. A little
1: precursor to what's to come.
0: Okay, well, we have two very special guests in studio. Please introduce yourselves for us tonight.
2: My name is Alberto, and this is my wife, Carissa. Hello. Welcome. And thank we, you
3: for having us.
2: Thank you for having us, absolutely. Well, we own Jake's Brickhouse Grill, Rogue Local
1: Steakhouse, and Bremwood Catering.
0: Oh, okay. So we got three things to talk about Man, tonight.
1: Basically, three episodes. I, yeah, it should be right. No, chop them up. All right.
0: Well, let's start with uh, you guys' background. Where how, where'd you start? Sure where'd thing. you meet? How'd you get together? And all the all the things. How do we get here today?
1: <laughs> Make sure these stories, stories match up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, definitely. Yeah,
0: definitely. You, you, you better check out what you
3: have yeah. to say.
1: Dates. Get your dates. <laughs> right.
3: um, well, we started off. Um, I'm actually from here kind of um, my grandparents are Tommy and Joe McKegg. Uh my grandpa has a church in Eagletown and um, he moved here in 1974 started an, an Indian mission had two kids my my uncle was the uh, post office postmaster in Odubel for 35 long years time. Long, long time just just retired a couple years ago so my family has been here a long time. I came back and forth, my mom and dad. My dad was Lonnie Lee, my, my mom was Melissa Lee. We moved away when I was three. And then we came. I came back, I chose to move here from Dallas um, when I met my first husband and kids. And uh, so then I moved here and uh, stayed here until 2011. And then I moved to Dallas for a little bit where I met Alberto.
1: That's and right.
3: um, here we are. <laughs>
1: You're
2: Prince Charming. Uh-huh. <laughs> well,
0: catch us up with your background just before. Sure thing, sure thing. That, so, uh,
2: so I was actually born in Mexico, and, uh, and so my family brought me over when, when I was two years old. So me and my siblings, we uh, grew up here. And uh, our younger two siblings were actually born in the United States, you know. So my dad's an electrician, and we kind of grew up uh, moving around a lot, went to seven different schools, uh, I didn't learn English, actually, until I was in the second grade. So it was kind of very much the immigrant life, you know, trying to kind of trying to mesh into American pop culture. I had a really hard uh, high school time, I think. I think I was very serious with life, you know. We always had, like, financial struggles and stuff like that. So it was a lot about trying to adapt to a new culture. And back then it was real big on, I think it was Super Troopers and all the, like, the funny movies and stuff like that so you get to school and everyone's just like giving out all these great one liners like, one liners yeah. and I was just a guy that was so serious you know I was just like I, I don't I, I'm not I'm not with it I don't get it <laughs> He doesn't
3: get the sarcasm ever. Oh, okay. So, and I will
2: tell you what, I think uh her making me watch a lot of American movies, I was like, this is what I should have been doing when I was in high school. Oh, yeah. I okay. should have been watching <laughs> movies. Uh what what did you show me? You showed me Greece, you showed me uh what's the one with the dancing guy and the know, Footloose? <laughs> Footloose Probably. and then the other dancing movie. God, There's a lot, you of, watch dancing a movies. lot
3: of dancing. Movies. Yeah. Um,
2: American pop culture, a lot of dancing <clears> movies. <throat> Do y'all dance? Do we dance?
3: Actually, oh. I mean, in our kitchen and okay. back there in the day. Going. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, we yeah. don't have time for that stuff now. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah.
1: but uh, What about Mexican soap operas? That's like a, that's a oh, category yeah. your own. I, you're into those? Which one do you want to know about? <laughs> I, I,
2: you know, um, so, yeah, I, it, it was a big change. It was a big change. But uh, I found that there, there wasn't too many people invested in trying to teach me p- pop culture, you know. So uh, having my wife, of course, it was it was a, an amazing experience to just kind of get to know her, kind of get to understand her, and get to understand what I was missing out on. You know, uh, obviously dated a couple of people in high school, and they just you know I just didn't have that connection. And so I met Carissa. I was uh, I was working in Olive Garden, so we were both working in Olive Garden. I don't know if y'all have worked in restaurants, but Age kind of meshes together, you know. Like you have. Can people, you tell
3: that we're um? Uh, there's a few years, years apart. apart.
1: <laughs> 11? Not at all. Eleven. You're eleven yes. years older than her. Mm.
3: I'm eleven years older. Oh. Uh-huh. But thank you. You're now my favorite.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: <I told> <laughs> but uh, yeah, age kind of meshes in a restaurant. We were we're between like, people there are usually 20, 20 year olds, thirty year olds, and forty year olds, and everybody kind of has this vibe, you know and so we connected we were definitely like very close friends right off the bat you know and uh she was obviously divorced and and so it was kind of like a danzel in distress you know i was just like nice you, ah,
1: this I is like what it. she was talking well, about well it.
2: it was like uh it was one of those moments where you're like you, you don't belong here you know you're just like man you you got this great personality this great you know a lot of great things that I saw in her, but she, as she would describe herself, she, you could tell she was like, no, I'm not, I'm not in my best situation. You know, my kids live in Oklahoma. And so that's kind of how that, that started becoming the goal. It was like, no, we're going to get back to Oklahoma, okay. you know? That's awesome. And so it was a lot of being sent home after hitting overtime and, and just, like, sneaking back on the clock and working even more. Yeah, we were Dang. we were
3: definitely in a in a hole then. Um, when I left McCurtain County in 2011, um, I don't know if y'all remember McCurtain County then, but it was um, back when you could go to any doctor and get some hydrocodone like it was candy, and I, I struggled with that. Albie came into my life, and we had a goal, and since... Um, 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, that has not been a part of my life and we have worked very hard Amen. together to, um, overcome all of those battles and the things that come along with what people struggle with, with addiction. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. um, yeah, so we had, we had some things that we, we knew together we were going to put behind me and we were going to make a whole new life for ourselves. And with that has come, now uh you know i've gotten my kids back we have three businesses i work mm. for the child support office i graduated um while we were in dallas i got my degree so it's been it has been a grand ride yep. but um I love the kinda, I love and that yes it definitely has been uh, a comeback story that <laughs> yeah. has been uh, an awesome thing to be a part of Alby is one of those guys um, that like his goodness, you can just kind of like stand close to him and it kind of rubs off on you. And he he makes you want to work harder and try harder. And I just kind of needed a boost um, during that point in my life. And now I think we we evenly push each other and and nothing's going to stop us. Well,
2: I would say that that's a great way to kind of define a leader, you know, if uh, because that's how we pick our leaders nowadays, we're like, is the 30 going to influence the one or is the one going to influence the 30? And that level of impact that one person can have on a multitude of people, that says a lot about that individual uh, as far as leadership skills. But uh, so back to the story, I don't know if you remember, but right when we were coming up, I think that's when my parents got evicted. They did, you know? yes. And right. so we were just like, man, we're coming up, and it feels <laughs> we like we were this.
3: taking all the punches. <laughs> and so,
2: yeah, and they needed us, you know. And so we like shared this one bedroom apartment. I remember, uh, I remember coming home because I was tutoring in the morning, and I was working at Papa Do's at night. I was cooking at night, and uh, I love Papa Do's. And <laughs> I just oh, said. it's it's. That it's Oscar sauce? Yeah,
3: it is. It is, oh, yeah. it, it is my. That's tough stuff right there. That Those kind of corporate Alexa- kitchens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Alexander sauce.
1: Oh, no, is that the Oscar? is in there like an Oscar or something on the steak? Oh, is that yeah. Papa oh, Do's? that too, definitely. Or is that Papa's Bros? That's
3: Papa's Brothers. Yes. Yes. So the
2: Papa's true. Brothers, you know, the Papa Do's, the Papa, Cito's. Papa Cito's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right. I felt Papa Do's was, man, it was boot camp for <laughs> sure. It was absolutely boot camp. But uh, I remember coming home, and and we still had to like sleep on the floor. My brother was on the couch, so I couldn't even sleep on the couch. But uh, but it was it was the come up.
3: Those 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 things definitely helped define who we are now. Yeah, I my mean,
2: family says you know you guys really if it wasn't for y'all you know if we don't know where the family would be because it took that in that moment in time to, to kind of just be like, hey, we're going to get through this together.
3: Yes. So we got to a point where it was, we were, we finally made a decision to um, uh, load up and moved to McCurtain County because this is like you mentioned where my children were and that was the ultimate goal yeah um, Albie was always from Dallas had never even been on a four-wheeler in his mm-hmm. life oh, you know man. he lived in an apartment I complex still don't his, think <laughs> of him <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like please come to McCurtain County come to Broken Bow with me and um well let's that's just... where I
2: connected with Tommy you know uh,
3: that's my grandpa Tommy McKay so mm-hmm.
2: we just call him but he might mm-hmm. as well be my grandpa too there was a yeah. great connection there and it was I didn't know how to explain to him like hey I've never had a lawn so we've always lived in apartments how do I explain to you that he's like yeah just kick it on you know and I was
1: just like okay
2: so did you but, bring
1: your your family like your parents did they no stay actually
2: so that's what I was going to tell you we actually just worked super hard to like save up for a deposit and then we got them an apartment in one of our names and was just like, here, you guys got to get out. You're on, <laughs> you're on your own. We did all we could. Yeah. It's like, we, it. can, we can't all nine live together. You guys got to get out. I love you it. know, so, yeah. um, but, you know, we we But help. It,
3: with all the differences, I mean, with the 11 years, mm. with the totally different backgrounds at our core, mm. family, hard work, God. You Know that is who we are, so yeah. that is what really always kept us together and what kept us going and mm-hmm. moving forward. So, um, so we and um, that's when we came to McCartan County. And you oh, went yeah.
1: straight to work at Jake's, or he there did. Were there you school? know,
2: no, actually, first job. well, let me tell you a, a funny story the uh, the saloon was the first to interview me, okay? You know, and I think you guys know Romeo, you know, oh, um, yeah. yeah, so. I had met him a little bit earlier. We visited Broken Bow for a little bit. And so I met him at Papa Poblano's, I think is where he was working, you know. And so they interviewed me at the saloon and he was working at the saloon then, you know. So I go and I interview, I think, Scott, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, and I was like, yeah, no, you know, I'm going to be great. Like, you can call this guy named Romeo. He met me too. He He can tell you, you know, he... Dials the phone. He calls Romeo, and Romeo's like, "I don't know who this guy is." <laughs> oh, no. You know,
3: know oh, Romeo, Romeo sees everybody. Yes. Like, I don't think yes. he knows anybody's name. So names. we, it's, yeah. hey, brother, Baba. That's yeah. what you know. That's what he says <laughs> to everybody. But
2: it, it wasn't Romeo's fault. He really. We had only met like seven yes. times or six uh-huh. times. Yeah,
1: but like just a handful. I mean, we went fishing. Not together. enough. Yeah. Yeah. I slept in the house the night
2: before. Yeah. Uh, no, it really was like like five or six times, but. <laughs> I think it was a lot of pressure there's no way he could recognize my voice you know so I went and that's when Chris was like hey you know Jake Hensley he's a distant relative you know why don't you go apply there and so I did you know and I got hired and I looked at the first schedule and it was like lunch dinner lunch dinner lunch dinner <laughs> lunch dinner no day off until Sunday of course because we're closed on Sunday and I was like, "Wow, okay, here we go." <laughs> <You> <laughs> but
3: know, that's what but we were used to anyway. I mean, well, we
2: had told them we were like, "Hey, listen, I'm trying to work as much as possible always." Coming uh, from
3: Dallas, it was quite a big of a um a salary change, mm-hmm, you know. So yes. we knew we were going to have to buckle down to make anything happen here that we were used to happening over there. Jake decided to hand his business over to him because I've never met a more inspiring hard worker than, than my husband. I mean, and I think anybody that ever works with him would tell you the same.
2: I think I had a big advantage. You know, the, the job that I had right before Jake, it was Golden Tree Restaurant Group. And so it, it is Golden Chick, JC's Burger Bar, Heff's Burgers. Uh, they have like six other companies that they added, uh, Pizza Pie. You know, it was like, seven different brands, you know, so altogether it was like probably 800 restaurants, you know, and so in a restaurant group, as a general manager, you, you kind of compete with everyone in the company, and so you're comparing profitability and stuff like that, so I would get rewarded for, for being the best in the company, and we'd have board meetings, you go into this big, huge building, and you're just having like all these board meetings, you know, and they're just like, you know, how can we get, you know, 10 more cents off the dollar, and just just super efficiency, you know, and then it was just like a change immediately. And it was like, Ida Bell, you know, right off the bat. And, uh, and it was, it's a different world, you know, and I tell people all the time, I would not go back. I would not really? go back. And people are like, no way, you, you don't mean that. You're just saying that. No, I really would not go back. And I'll tell you what, the humility is just so much more common. Uh, I have a couple of employees that actually have came from the DFW and they're just like, no, we completely agree with you. The snobbiness level is just like,
3: and there's really no me. sense of community at yeah, all. I mean, gotcha. in that's the in the thing, city, you, you know, you, you don't, you don't know your neighbors. Your neighbor's not going to be there for you. Yeah, You're you not go ever going to see you anybody. Know you know, you definitely don't have to get. Cleaned up to go to Walmart because you're not gonna see anybody, no you any. know, you know. No and uh, but the sense of community here is just like no other. I mean,
0: whereas here there's no such thing as a quick five minute trip to Walmart. Oh no, no,
3: no. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I was
2: a, I was a big uh, Walmart headphone guy, you know, like you just go in with the, and then you go uh, first few times in Bell and, and people are just like, hey, yeah, hey, hey, hey. yeah, yeah, and then I was the guy who I was like. Hey, there's that guy. I want to go talk to him, and, you know. And then I became the person who wanted to conversate at Walmart. And it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> but like Carissa said, it's, uh, the community is alive is how I would describe it. They're, they're like, what's the big difference? You know, for starters, Dallas is super expensive. You know, uh, kind of like in y- you're married and you're, and you're, you know, trying to figure out a home and mortgages and stuff like that. And you're just like trying to build a life. And you're just like, well, this is just so expensive you know and just apartments what we had a we had two studio apartments back-to-back two studio apartments mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I think people would not believe if we told them how much we paid for just those studio we stupid, apartments sure. right. yeah <laughs> but then coming here and then you have space and I I, was just, I don't think that well we see my dad come you know from from the city and and he's like recording my backyard. Because
3: like, like, we have trees and we have room and he just yeah, thinks it's so know, beautiful. And, and I'm it, like, oh, you have it, no idea. This is a, just our yard. I mean. He, yeah.
2: call, he calls like our Mexican relatives in Mexico and he's just like, look at this tree. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, wow. dad, just, but. Anyways, but,
3: I, I guess that would answer our background. I mean, that oh, is yeah. how we that's how we got here. And um, within. I love it. What, a year? That's when you you took over Jake's. Jake was really looking, you know, and mm-hmm. praying hard, looking for somebody. And I think the yeah, minute he started like a, there, he uh, he knew it was you. And Well, um, I gave him,
2: like, a very professional, like, six-page evaluation, and he was like, okay. Blown
3: away, yes, that somebody, an hourly yeah. employee, sat, uh on their own time and, like, yeah. did that. I mean, right. Jake didn't ask for it. I'll be just... Put his time and his effort and his own thoughts into what what he thought and what he knew the place needed, and he cared. You mm-hmm. know that I think that's being a business owner now that is a very rare thing to find in an hourly employee is someone mm-hmm. that cares. Yes, I, I can um,
2: imagine I stood out pretty.
3: I, I'm yeah. Pretty well, obviously time. you did because he you know he then handed you the reins when he was ready to take a different route, and um, so now we've we've had Jake's for three years in August and right. and then um, December of this last year. Your wife comes to you with a crazy wild hair idea. Absolutely. I saw a post on Facebook, and uh, now I I love food. I am the food eat. I think about food. I dream about food. I, I, it is my mm, my passion. <laughs>
1: Relatable.
0: Well,
3: yes. Before we get to oh, that,
0: okay, sorry. Let's. I want to, <laughs> but I think we're on a good roll to keep going with okay. Jake's, and then I can split these up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Is that cool? Absolutely. Sure thing. Okay. So, Absolutely. so he has now made the decision. Lots of praying involved, yes, uh, absolutely. And but what kind of decision was that like for you two? Well, um,
2: I would say, um, for
0: intimidation. me,
3: intimidation, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we hadn't been here long, mm-hmm. we hadn't had much time to um pad a bank account, or um, so, I mean, I in in the middle of that process, I had gotten my my kids back, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had just gotten a new home, a new vehicle, a new mm-hmm. place, so within 12 months, there wasn't a lot of time to um. Pat our account to start a, a business of yeah. our own. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was also just, like, an unbelievable, like...
2: Like, climax uh, of our life, it, you know? It, it felt like a climax I, I, of our I life. I
3: remember calling Jake's wife in tears, just full of so much gratitude that someone saw in him what I have seen for, you know... We had been together six years at that point and for the last six years in my, of my life because... I, yes. you know, we, <laughs> he had been there for me through so much. I mean, not, not only been there for me, but literally like kind of had to like take a little bit of a backslide to pull me back up. And for me to beg him to come to our glorious little town. here. No, I was excited. From that, You were, but it was a totally different anything. Mm-hmm. So for me to bring you here blindsided, never been out of the city, bring mm-hmm. you to Broken Bow, Oklahoma, where you had only been a handful of times. Yeah. Um, so for me to bring you here and then for you to get the reward that you had been, I mean, you had been putting all of your time, your effort, your money into mm-hmm. me and your family and everything else. And then for somebody to see something in you and then hand you this opportunity, mm-hmm. it was just like, this, yeah, I definitely, this,
2: yeah. I definitely felt like, uh, you know, my parents had worked really hard, my grandparents, you know, and and my, there was
3: never a reward in it. They, I mean, they, yeah, they so, were very, very hard workers, but nobody ever rewarded that effort. It was yeah, just, a, a I, I remember my
2: dad, you know, uh, when they got the house they live in now, they were like, wow, we have our first lawn, you know, and, and I think a lot of people don't understand that part of my life. They're just like, you know, they're just like, well, some people take that for granted. I'm like, no, man, just like having a distance between you and your neighbor, you know, and I just it's a small detail. But for us, it was just like starting to to have these dreams just come true, you know. And so when this situation happened, it definitely was like, oh, uh, you know, yes. like mm-hmm. just a heart tug, you know, uh-huh. it definitely. Like,
3: and and it, right off of the bat, um, we were just so grateful, so amazed, mm-hmm. so uh, this just couldn't be a better opportunity. COVID. Don't say the song. <laughs> <word>. oh, <man. laughs> Don't say oh, it. God. God. Don't say yes, it. of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Don't I mean, say literally so, within month. I mean, yep, yeah. Yep. So at this, this point,
1: you guys got basically. Did Jake come to you and say, "Hey, I want to sell you this restaurant"? So or? it was
2: more like a month to month. He's like, like "Hey, listen, I know you're a great, hardworking person." I'm like, "Man, what do you think? I got 100,000 in my yeah. back pocket?" Right. You know, uh I was very very surprised that he asked me, you know, and but I also knew that and I especially know now. Like, what a year in the restaurant business can do to you is like dog years, is what I is how yeah. I describe it. You know, yeah. people are like, "You have so much gray hair." I'm like, "You don't even know."
1: <laughs> but <laughs> like
3: I said, <laughs> yeah. No yeah. like <laughs> I said, we took it over in August, yeah. and uh, so this is what happened. You know, spring break, the schools shut down. That's mm-hmm. what March. Yeah, we do our two weeks. We all think that this thing is a joke, mm-hmm. and we're gonna go back to life. Remember that? I remember that. Right. I remember and that. then summer hits, and that curve that mm-hmm. you know everybody called hit and I mean everything changed well, what I- everybody was knocked in the face with these rules, oh, yeah. regulations shutdowns if you have a positive you know and for somebody that um, just got the business we also didn't qualify for the checks that everybody else got. Yeah. got.
2: Because of the date of acquisition mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: so it was what went from like we are you rocking know, and rolling and so, oh yeah. my God! It was on like, man, this the is the best part of, of our life. Yes, and we then, went uh, down to like sitting in our bed at night, trying to figure out how in the world we're going to get somebody in the restaurant tomorrow because yeah. nobody's coming to eat. Everybody's but, scared. Uh, yeah. Everybody's scared of everything. You and know? imagine
1: how like you know, it was bad here, but yeah. I mean, people were losing their jobs in the cities. Yes. I, I so always felt we were pretty fortunate. Thousands
2: of restaurants closed. Thousands. Yeah. We were America.
3: absolutely grateful for this again, the community yeah. and mm-hmm. the understanding and the, um, the intellect, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, here of people that didn't just run away or that still went to work and still knew that we had to Find a way to continue life. Everybody mm. did. Everybody had to survive somehow. And I do think that um, the small businesses around here did stick together in a way that people were there for each other. Mm. Where in the city they don't have yeah. that. They absolutely right. didn't. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they were definitely a lot stricter than than we were living to. You mm. know. So thank goodness that happened to us here versus in Dallas, because we wouldn't have made it. We wouldn't have been able to climb out of, of COVID.
1: Yeah, at this point, I don't even really r- remember it being too much of, like, a a hindrance on my life. Really? I Like, mm-hmm. it changed a lot of things in terms of pricing. Right. And, and we all know what it did, like, It changed my daily routine. Yeah. yeah, but, like... I couldn't imagine living in a metropolitan area. No. Exactly. No, I mean they were enforcing job. like mm-hmm.
3: uh glass, you know, yeah it, the the plexiglass yeah. and the and that was a talk at first, but mm-hmm. thank goodness we didn't have to enforce it. Um but we had
2: this lady who um who was upset that claimed that one of our employees brought the COVID to McCurtain County, which I thought was just crazy. Oh yeah, don't so listen they, to
1: Facebook. I was yeah, gonna say, well,
3: the gospel that is spoken on Facebook. Exactly. It's probably, the, it's probably
1: the same lady that is mad that all the Texans are coming up and buying all the Mountain Dew. Yeah.
3: But,
1: Just loading pallets of Mountain Dew in the back of their truck, them damn Texans. I, love it. I right.
2: remember she she called the, the health department of Oklahoma. Oh no! And they called the. Health inspector of McKern County. His his name is John. He's retired now, but I had just seen him probably a couple of weeks, and so he calls and uh, and he's like, "Hey, Alberto." I'm like, "Hey, what's going on, John?" You know, he's like, "Well, somebody's claiming, you know, and obviously I'm not a COVID uh, detective, you know." It's like, "Well, I, I would hope that COVID detective never gets uh, put together in a sentence like that," you know. I. I mean, how can you possibly, but people did anyway, they're, they're playing COVID detective. And <laughs> so it it was a very strange time, mm-hmm. yeah. very strange time. Uh, the lady later came in and, and uh, she spit, you know, inside of the restaurant and it it was just confusing and, uh, I got some crazy that stories. Seems, about all kinds that of seems stuff like, like a, assault.
3: You know, you think uh, she's blaming us for bringing COVID to town, but she's gonna spread yeah, the think, saliva yeah, that could she possibly, did on
0: purpose, sh- but, you know,
3: spread COVID. It just God, made a lot of sense. It was very. It was yeah. very, well, like
2: I said, it was a crazy time. You know, um, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: a lot of people feared a mm-hmm. lot of yeah. craziness. Yeah. So how did y'all rally? Did you just go with takeout for a while, or anymore? you know, we did
2: takeout for a while. I think, uh, <laughs> you know, it was it was kind of like America was getting COVID and it almost felt like we estimated wrong on when it was going to arrive in McCurtain County. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, like w- when Jake was the owner, we, we were doing takeout and stuff and we even closed a couple of times. Then I became the owner in August, right around November, it felt like people I knew actually started getting sick. Yeah. So that's when I actually saw COVID and people that I, it went around, you know, and, and uh, I think, you'd lay people off like hey you got to be off for a while you got to be off for a while then it come back and someone else was off and it was uh, it was a mess is all it i could say it was a mess say.
3: but luckily you know we got we got through it we um the like i said the locals rallied together mm-hmm. the small businesses oh, yeah, helped absolutely. each other out there was still when people you know started going back to work then lunch was still you know a good popping time and mm, right. and then then after after a while i think everybody kind of kind of got a little bit of
2: well, it was it was strange. It was, I, I would describe it as like you you're running this five hundred mile marathon, and then someone just kind of scoots the, the finish line back, and you're just like, "Golly, really?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: it's like my whole because right after COVID, then we had Snowmageddon. Yeah. It was just like we were bobbing and weaving again, yes, like Snowmageddon. <laughs> yes, yes. I, and yes. So everybody in Audubell was shut yeah. down. Well, everybody in McCarr- everywhere was yeah. shut down. I mean, uh, oh, for a while, nobody At least was a getting week. food yeah. trucks. Yes, so nobody much. was getting food trucks. Nobody had electricity. Um, My so, plumbing
1: burst. <laughs> yeah, I did it. There you go. Mm-hmm. See, everybody a plumber. was plumber. Became an emergency plumber.
3: And and when you're, you know, when you are just personally affected by something like that. Mm-hmm then you have like less money to come eat with us yeah. for the mm-hmm. next, right, you know, month. You know? So it wasn't just the five days or the COVID. It was just a constant like mm-hmm. and then literally right after that, like Idabel flooded one time and mm-hmm. everybody had to shut yes, down. Yes, I remember Do you remember that? that weird it was just a flood. Right on
2: the corner of, of the Jakes downtown area. Uh-huh. Just like it, the whole street flooded.
1: I, oh my was, gosh. I remember the bypass was like yes. that T that yeah. at the bypass. Uh-huh. I remember
3: no, that. So it just kind Kind of seemed like, man. Oh, oh, did we think this was a blessing and it was really a curse? Like, what happened? So fast the forward, girl goes
1: through a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've really been having some <laughs> yeah. weather events right. the last few years.
2: You, you, you skipped a couple important parts. The inflation, I would say. Oh God. Was.
3: Yeah, the food inflation came later, though. Yeah. I mean, it did. it, it, it no, took it a was, little bit.
2: It was COVID, and then uh, Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon. And, and shipping issues, probably.
0: The
3: yeah. shipping, shipping was issues. insane, yeah. and people. Oh my god, we couldn't get Southwest egg rolls, and mm-hmm. I thought we were. I thought people were going to pick it. Like, I it, could imagine. It was, bad. It was Those <laughs> are delicious. No, they yeah, delicious.
2: They literally told me they're like, yeah, you need to go back there. Go at, get them wherever you gotta yeah. go. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well. It, I'm sorry. No. I was going
0: to say, speaking of, we definitely have to get into the menu mm-hmm. and or what folks yes. can expect when they head to Jake's. I've Go got a that. bone uh, to
1: pick with your sure thing. thing. Uh-oh, uh-oh.
3: With his or mine?
1: With Jake's. Okay. You got it. I'm thinking COVID ruined it for me. <gasps> uh-huh. But the fish used to be like, I'm making a motion with my hand of a, like an NFL-sized yep. football. And now they're a little smaller. You know, and I, I want to know. Yes, I want definitely, answers. Definitely.
2: So, hey, this is funny, man. And I I hate to throw Jake under the bus. But I promise you, he said right before he left, he was like, hey, Albie, I think uh, they're breaking. And I hate it. He was like, they're breaking. Like, every time I move them, every time we send one out on a tray, uh, they come out. And they're when they're at the table, and he was right, they were breaking. Like, they would just come like halfway broken mm. and he hated that about the presentation and so it was just like right uh probably a month before he was just like hey listen cut them again in half give them an extra one i was like okay so we did that then recently we changed it back and i uh, i think it was let's go i can't even name the employee that that was like hey listen just forget it man whatever if they break like just fry them harder that is some of the out best crispier, fish that it ever really is you <laughs> know so so we did we changed it back uh and yeah we just tried i gotta come I, to I get get go to much, right. yeah come. i don't go to out as much but let
1: me tell you now if that's you go if you
2: go on friday uh, after four you get unlimited fish what but it's, all you can eat but it is a small fillets. It's yeah. not the biggest. I'm ones. down with it. So if it, I is, yeah. much it is. It like... is unlimited. Uh, it comes with hush puppies, pinto beans, and coleslaw. So that's the only time that coleslaw and hush puppies is available on the menu is on Fridays.
1: That is the bet. like hands down.
3: I will agree with you there. I mean, I mean and I'm
1: not. I'm not, you know, poking it like catfish king because they have good good fish as well. But like. Dude, that fish That's over there. You know, we hear it.
2: We, we hear it a lot from from our papa, mm-hmm. and when he said it, we knew that mm-hmm. it, nice. it was the real yeah. deal,
3: <laughs> because <laughs> He's he'll been tell. Been around the block,
2: and mm-hmm. he works at the airport, so he he tells everyone that flies mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Here, take the courtesy call car, go to Jake's Brickhouse House Grill, House Grill and try the fish.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes.
3: He's, our, he's our biggest supporter, for sure. But he,
2: I can tell he believes it's uh, the he does. best. Yes. I, believe,
3: <laughs> it <as well>. <laughs> I uh, believe it as well. Absolutely.
1: I believe
0: it as well. Are the Southwest egg rolls the most ordered thing on the menu? Or is uh, there something else that fits that category better? You know,
2: better? yes, and it's biased towards the egg rolls because they were gone for a while mm-hmm. so they were the most ordered and they were gone for what seemed like 11 months span. Mm-hmm. oh my god you know okay. and and then uh, a different food distributor got it on their truck order because everyone loved it at Jake's and started providing it to different restaurants.
1: You oh no, know? Oh, that's bullcrap. Yeah, <laughs> but
2: you know, it's it's food and it it's competition, it yeah. and I love it. You know, and so uh, we finally get them back. We ordered like. Seven cases, sure enough, all seven sold out. And so I would say it finally slowed down in the past two months. It finally like, was Those like, okay. Delicious. Leveled out. Mm-hmm. That's the my favorite. You, you also added a bunch of
3: things to the menu in the yeah. last we few did. months. We yeah, did. We went to a Tell food show, and we went to a food show, and you brought in a, a bunch of things. Yeah,
2: there. we did this food show. Uh, Mahi, Mahi, you know, <gasps> I love it. It's love uh, it. the price of Mahi just shot up after COVID. And we were like, hey, let's, let's throw in some some uh, seasonal stuff and so we we did lamb for a while that that was uh short-lived because we knew it would be it was it was pretty expensive but we wanted everyone to try it you know uh, we brought in the salmon and we brought in swordfish steaks uh, ribs uh, grilled cajun was a huge hit when we first did it uh, we did fried shrimp for a while grilled fried shrimp uh, we added I think a total of Eight new menu items. Uh, but I would say this. the There was one item that I added that I did not think was going to sell as much as it does. And it's a variation of a hamburger steak. It's called the Bypass Roadkill. And... Uh, yeah, we just we're like, hey, let's just do something creative with the with the hamburger. Horrible steak. name,
3: yeah. great <laughs> taste. Yeah, really? You know, I, I like. I, no, like I, mean. it. I love it.
2: It, <laughs> fit, it fits the area, and yeah, that's it why, does. It does. That's why we're ying and yang. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you. So, so we add the bypass roadkill, uh, chopped up, seasoned uh, mushroom, button mushroom, ground mushrooms, beef, and- of course the ground beef, some shredded cheese melted on top. Man, I will tell you what. To to get close to the chicken fried steak sales is insane because chicken fried steak just that has always delicious. been It flies off the shelf. It's just the mm-hmm. champion mm-hmm. of champions. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And then salmon, I would say, the lemon herb uh, salmon, you know. And, and I've listened to a lot of restaurant podcasts, and, and the big saying is salmon sales, you know. And
1: I listened to – They say a, that.
2: Yeah, and so I heard that after – well, this is, like, boring restaurant strategy <laughs> podcast.
1: No, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, wow, he's he's a big
2: foodie. But
1: you are. I love salmon. You do.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, I, I, it's healthy. I, I I love it. It too. is. I mean,
1: it's in like the texture. Oh yeah. Is there like I don't know. It's like hard to get a fishy salmon. Oh, yeah. Right. Whereas, you know, you, you kinda run the yeah. risk of, of mm-hmm. you know, some other of the fish, but salmon, I mean it's just that it just I agree. It brings I agree. that it brings that texture. Oh, it's yeah. thick, yep. Firm it, I mean, and
2: satisfying. Flaky,
1: that little flake. I love oh, just flaking yes, it yes. off, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> flaking That's it. Good. I love it. And I like tuna steaks too. A lot of people don't love like Mahi Mahi or, or you know oh, or
3: I'm, seared I'm, I'm, mm. Mm, like oh, yeah. a seared tuna. Like a like
1: a medium rare. Like yes. I still want it pretty pretty raw mm-hmm. in the middle. Nope. Did the wonton sauce?
0: Well, not to rush the this one uh, anything, I was about but... to get crazy. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you jumping on it. Oh, okay. No. Yes. Um, well, uh, for those that may uh, be listening to this podcast and think, well, I'm going to stop in there and try it, tell tell them where to find it and what socials uh, would be the best to check out.
3: 14 Southwest Maine in Idabel, right across from Sherman Shoes. and Yeah, just...
2: so Jake's is located uh, in downtown Idabel. It's uh, very close to the... Idabell Post office, right by the McCurn County uh, Judicial Courts.
1: So um, so if you get out of jail, you need yes. something to <laughs> hey, eat? <laughs> Some you of know salmon. you
3: didn't get fed good there, <laughs> yep, so. <laughs> yep,
1: yep, I can attest to that. You got
0: a
2: court, you got a court date coming up. Hey, just come go. across the street, meet your so family say there. a prayer
3: with you there, and yeah. let you go to court. not Have
2: your last meal there. but <laughs> yeah. Hey, every every attorney is there for lunch. If you need there one, you yep, absolutely,
3: yes. That's yes. true. Yeah,
2: if you ever That's need true. one, buy they his are meal and there. maybe it
3: will oh, represent man, you well.
2: I'll tell you what they like to drink. Buy them a drink. yeah you know, how, um, uh, well tell us so, tell socials? us where to the
1: the socials.
2: How do you so the socials? jakesbrickhousegrill.com, dot com, of course. At uh, jakesbrickhousegrill House on, Grill on Instagram and on Facebook is where you find our Facebook page. Facebook dot com slash House Grill perfect specials
1: um, announcements all that it's oh, running absolutely. through facebook oh absolutely
3: specials on, there on there every facebook. day you're going to catch that the quickest yeah nice.
2: every day before 11, you're going to catch them uh we'll post it on the on the feed and on the story and on the instagram story
1: now do you so. do do you do any cuz the, the way you guys are set up at jakes you've kind of got that amphitheater out back do you do that's uh
2: there's a lot of events that we do there cornhole yeah, tournaments we sponsor a lot of cornhole tournaments uh Dogwood days is this yeah. weekend yeah so, uh, which I don't know what day this will air, but it'll be after
1: that. <laughs> yeah. um, what about me? do y'all have much live music or? Oh,
2: absolutely, man! I got this guy that I really love. That he, uh, well, you know, I've had some of the ones Met that have. Ah,
3: Chillin' Tubby. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of local, local artists acts. that come and play. Um, and nice.
2: I think my favorite, well, I won't even say my favorite. I, what I are lo- some of your favorites? You've already said, this, so now you're about to
1: say. <laughs> you know, uh, Can we edit that uh, out? This is, this is my
2: not favorite. Person. No, no. I, I have loved everyone who has done our, us a service of providing live music, man. It, it It just works well in our room, like the music, the acoustic stuff. I always try to recommend them, like, hey, man, just go acoustic. My boy Zach Crow is his name. He's okay. he. I, I call him a lot. He man, his music is just killer, you know. And it, uh, I'm biased, you know, so I, I hire him more because I like his music and stuff like that. But of course, uh it's a I was gonna say place. part of part of owning it. Reba <laughs> Reba McIntyre's brother, you mm-hmm. know. He uh, man, such a sweet guy. Love having that guy. Uh, let's see, who else have we had? Don't even ask me mm-hmm. We We just stopped doing live music because of the COVID for a while. Man, I, I need to get back into that scene. I, I love it, man. man.
1: Live, like, that's my, f- I love live music. And I don't know, like, why, you know, because yeah. most people, when they want to eat, they want to talk. But I'm like, I would much rather go to a restaurant, listen to one dude yeah. with a slap box and a guitar mm-hmm. than go to, to a club. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, definitely. even like, all right, the food's gone. Let's migrate over to the little bar mm-hmm. and just hang yeah. out all night. And I yes, love that. And I, I agree. love, it's one thing I love about this area. It's so abundant, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, a lot of the focus is on Hochetown, but the other communities are starting to, to grow. I know that idabel has been ahead for, for several years. And I just, I love seeing that now Broken Downtown Bow is still yes. sure. that, that is that.
3: where we are at.
0: That's hosting Hochetown. Peace.